0: Today on the Show, Vivek video on the removal of former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy goes viral. Chris Christie goes viral for noting Trump's legal fees. Bungie video game is roasted for using their Latin X pronouns on the Twitter. Starbucks is closing seven stores in San Francisco. Oh wow, who could have called that? Well, anyone with a modicum of intelligence actually. McDonald's and Wendy's both win advertising lawsuit around products looking better in ads than they are in the real world. Popeyes overtakes KFC to become the number two chicken restaurant in the USA. A startup wants to make. Seamless coffees in the name of decreasing environmental impact, and Clorox confirms the fiscal impact behind their cybersecurity attack. All of that and much is for on The Topping Show. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of the Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice today. Got to say, he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's a joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner and need a little assistance, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, we're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of the month. So if you can click that subscribe button, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, going on to the business part of the podcast, you have McDonald's and Wendy's both winning a lawsuit around their advertisements so they can still run the ads that exaggerate their hamburgers. Now, this specifically is around their burgers looking meatier and juicier than they really are, and a federal court actually dismissed the lawsuit against the two fast food chains. Now, it looks like that's the number of food litigations coming from 2020 2023, targeting companies including mcdonald's and wendy's but also companies such as burger king taco bell as well as arby's and the judge pointed out to the disclaimers of the websites clearly saying it's really it is not that good and simply put that is probably their legal way out it's pretty good catch all similar to if you just go to a grocery store and you see a box of what do they see what do people kind of a sugar grain do people buy these days uh, maybe mini wheaties i know that was a thing back in the day people would buy mini wheaties if you look at the very small font a little disclaimer says enlarged and enhanced to show texture, or some silly thing like that. And this is basically the same thing saying, yeah, we all know it's not really that good. It's enhanced to show a product that doesn't really exist unless I would suspect a real product made to the, made to the actual specifications you see in the advertisements, it probably cost maybe what, three times as much? It'd be fascinating to see how much the actual cost breakdown would be, but Judge basically said, yeah, we all know. Here's a nice disclaimer, and at the end of the day, we all know it's not really that good, and it's just marketing, unfortunately. So, not too surprised, because that little disclaimer, they are able to continue to run those advertisements, but of course, if you go to an actual establishment, do not be surprised when you see the menu on the board and go, wow, that's a nice, juicy, Mick Whopper, apple, banana, falcon, what they call it these days, and then you see it and you go, oh, wait, it's, uh, you know, this, this is not that. And it's like, well, yeah. That's kind of the point. But it'll be interesting, let me know, are you surprised that this actually got shot down by the court? Is it, are you are you surprised actually that there's a difference between the advertisement and the real product? Even when I was a kid, we would joke with each other because we would see the differences between even just the menus inside the restaurant on the big screen behind the cashier. We would joke about how the differences between the french fries not being the same size or texture or the hamburgers, having less ham, less burgers. Let me know in the comments. What was your experience with this particular subject? It'd be fascinating to hear what you have to say. Other interesting business news, also in the restaurant industry, have Popeye's overtaking number two position. Take away the crown from KFC, or perhaps the southern suit from the KFC salesman known as the Colonel. Which, in his defense, he did have the pre business decision to always suit up, as all men always do for business. Now, it looks like, don't get me wrong, this is a big achievement, but... Chick-fil-A is still killing it, as a youth might say. Now, Chick-fil-A is still at number one. They continue to take market share from both KFC and Popeyes, but it's been over a decade since they overtook that throne. Or, I don't know, maybe they overtook the chicken coop would be a more apt metaphor in this case. But nevertheless, it looks like Chick-fil-A used to be a more regional player. Now they're nationwide. And the only companies that beat them right now in terms of yearly revenue are Starbucks and McDonald's which is pretty impressive since those seemingly have more stores and people in some areas. I swear, they, they almost multiply like they're hogs. And it's one of those also fascinating things where even it's Chick-fil-A being closed on Sundays, famously, the profit per store is greater than Starbucks and McDonald's in most cases, which is astonishing in and of itself. Now, of course, Starbucks and McDonald's have bigger sales overall because, again, huge, unprecedented volume of locations. But, it'll be interesting to see. Well, going back to Popeyes, the company behind the group known as Restaurant Brands International, which, I'd say A-. minus. That's a pretty good business name. You pretty much know exactly what they do. Not very inspirational, but it's straight, concise and to the point. So, I'd say it's pretty apt marketing. Well, effective and perhaps more accurate marketing than McDonald's and, the, and Wendy's having the big juicy hamburger, and then when you get it, not so juicy, not so much ham. Now, nevertheless, it looks like This is attributed mainly to Popeye's launching a chicken sandwich in 2019 that became a blockbuster menu item. And the ushered in was some calling the Chicken Wars, which is very disappointing. It's not like actually chickens in a cinematic movie fighting each other, which would perhaps actually involve more creativity than the current Hollywood films that come out these days. But this is more of the case and akin to everyone seeing the success of Chick-fil-A, Popeye's came with a chicken sandwich. And then every fast food chain pretty much did the same thing, which actually caused a chicken shortage. It was a contributing factor a little while back is why it was a little bit harder, a little more expensive to buy chicken. Now, it looks like KFC has also lost ground. In the past year, the U.S. market share fell from 11.3%. Wow. But they previously were at 16.1%. Now, this is according to Barclays Research. And Popeyes actually lost market share last year, but retained enough to overtake KFC. So... It's also one of those good examples of sometimes you can benefit just from the competition being inept or, you know, just failing. Perhaps the best example in history being Modelo and Yaling doing phenomenally great in beer sales when Bud Light decided to have the business blunder of the century by hiring Alyssa Hyderchild to be a VP of Marketing. She was very inspirational, she will never be forgotten, and she subsequently killed the brand with a mere marketing campaign. And all Modelo had to do was just keep making Modelo, and they passed Bud Light being the number one beer in North America by sales month over month over month. Which many thought would be impossible, but it just goes to show how much you can benefit when your competition shoots themselves in the foot multiple times with a 50 cal using armor piercing incendiary ammo. There's basically no flit left at Bud Light. Although, where they attach the remnants is a topic for another discussion. Or, discussion for another topic. Reverse that. So to say. So it'll be interesting to see Popeyes overtakes number two from KFC. KFC has seemed to be going down in terms of just anecdotal experience. The last time I actually saw a store has been quite some time. And I think the last time I purchased a product there, was it 99, 2001? I think the last phenomenon I remember eating like fast food phenomenon and um, kind of going viral, so to say, all my friends were yakking about the, what was it, the popcorn chicken? Which again, it's one of those things really similar to beer companies. They're making the same product for hundreds of years. What are you gonna do differently? Well, let's package it differently with a different aluminum can for Bud Light. Slap an NFL logo on there and see if people will buy it now. Or in this case, we'll just take the chicken, we'll make it into popcorn chicken. Which, from a business decision, was brilliant because it worked. A lot of my friends egged me on to buy it and I did purchase it. But I think that was the last time I purchased a KFC product. And don't get me wrong, I'd probably purchase more if they were a customer of mine, but they aren't. So, there's that as well. Now, when did popcorn chicken... Now, that's a good ADHD question of the day. When did KFC introduce popcorn chicken? 1992. Eh, I was going to say. That was pretty close. It was reintroduced in the U.S. in 1998 and again in 2001.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah, hmm.
0: My anecdotal experience is spot on for... There we go. Interesting. Let me know in comments. Are you big a fan of KFC? Do you think I'll I was gonna say that's a big decrease in market share. Do you think they'll be able to retake that position? It'll be interesting to see, but time shall tell. Other interesting business use, you have a startup wanting to make coffee without coffee beans in the name of saving Mother Gala Earth. Or so they say. A lot of these things they sound green, but in the long term they actually do more damage, ironically enough. Now, this new company is called Atomo, which, eh, I was gonna say maybe C for marketing, because what the, I mean, it's not very intuitive. You don't really know what it is or who they are or what they do. I mean, their legal name, if anything, should be Atomo Coffee or perhaps Beanless Coffee would have been a a more straightforward name. Of course, a lot of these countries want to deceive you and make you think it's real coffee, but it's not really. So this is actually also investors the same dystopian investors actually invested in Beyond Meat, which is beyond unhealthy for you. You know, I was going to say talk to your doctor for your specific diet, all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, it's it's hilarious how many chemicals and how many artificial craps they have to put in those things to make it a semblance of what it is trying to resemble. And at the end of the day, it still tastes terrible. It's actually, I may would argue, is worse for your body. And it's also hilarious when people say, "Oh, you're doing it to save the animals," but those soy fields you end up killing a lot of critters to make sure the critters don't eat them, but I partially digress. Back to the coffee or the not coffee coffee. Now, Atmos says its initial quote unquote proof of concept cold brew beanless coffee causes ninety three percent less carbon emissions. Ooh and ninety-four percent less water than regular coffee. Yes, which is also comparing apples to oranges Growing coffee is growing a plant and with beans and it's natural. Now, of course, you know, it's a good idea because time magazine said it is, they named it one of the best inventions in 2022, which is why we're only hearing just about it now. One of the best in time. If you look at historically time magazine, they have great historicals. on predicting man of the year time, and time again. I was going to say, that's a fun article for another time. Perhaps now When asked for comment of what the ruddy hell is in this goop that you're trying to sell, they said it uses superfoods and upcycled ingredients to mimic the molecular structure of coffee. And they claim it will be a hit with consumers. Let me know in the comments. Would you? I don't know how many people actually buy this not coffee coffee. Personally, I like regular coffee beans that are actually grown and you grind it up. And usually one or two pots a day will do you good. And it got you that nice initial caffeine, which some might say is too much. But nevertheless, I would argue there's no ingredients I can barely pronounce. So I think it's a little bit healthier than, well, many energy drinks as well as what the ready hell this is. Now, when asked for additional comment, because I guess there's 18 people who want this product, so there's many questions to be asked. By many questions, I mean maybe two to three. Now, the CEO and co-founder, Mr. Andy Kleijs, said, quote, Coffee is causing deforestation at alarming rates. Almost up to ten New York Central Parks a day, unquote. And that was part of the inspiration why he want to do this? Which, again, at the rate that's something I heard when I was a kid with the Rainforest too, where every day football fields and one would think it'd be gone by now. I can't help but wonder where they get these averages from in terms of all of these numbers. Like, oh yeah, it's gonna be gone. It's gonna be gone before we know it. And of course the price per unit is ridiculously expensive as well which many new products have that issue as well where like tesla when they first came out it was 120 or 110 thousand dollars for a car but with economies you know get the cost is well you can amortize the cost or many units sold there's a lot of benefits when you sell something in bulk so the more you make of something traditionally the less per unit it is now a little a couple of the outliers are something like beyond me meat where it's beyond overpriced Well, granted, I would argue if it's more than one penny, it's silver price for the value you're getting for the product. But nevertheless, when it comes to the product breakdown of tomo, not coffee, coffee, whatever they want to call themselves. Now, they said that they were initially targeting coffee shops as opposed to stores and supermarket chains. And it's wholesale. No way. Wow, this is terrible. So this is their wholesale amount. So if you're a store, this is the price you get it at, which traditionally, you're supposed to get it at a pre-received discount so you can make a profit because you got a myriad of overhead if you have a physical coffee shop. You have rent, electric, internet, employees, cleaning supplies, cups. There's a myriad of things. Hopefully straws actually work. Now, their wholesale price is $20.99 per pound. So that's wholesale. So On average, usually the rule for retail is 50%. Most things have to be a 50% margin because Of all the aforementioned expenses that you have so if you and I wanted to buy this product in theory it'd be about $40 per pound for not coffee coffee and of course they didn't mention the caffeine content which again that's it's not 90% of the reason you drink coffee but it's like 98% of the reason I drink coffee depending on the beans some taste better than others but at the end of the day it's a caffeine vessel I would argue and yeah, so I want to compare this to, yeah, so they compare, in the article, they compare it to a $10 to $14 per pound paid by an average U.S. coffee shop. So the, imagine someone coming to you with a business idea of your coffee shop. We want to sell you an inferior product for twice the cost. Now, in terms of the cost of you and I, I did a price comparison in terms of what I pay when I go to the big box mart. And I usually get the more economical ta-ta coffee because if you make a car or an engine, you can surely make coffee. That's kind of a pun, they're a huge multinational corporation. Nevertheless, one of the coffee I prefer is that. It's usually the cheapest per unit while still not containing chemicals I can't pronounce. And it's a whole coffee bean. Now that for one pound, my cost, again, this is before Texas sales tax, $7.27 per pound. Compared to if I wanted to buy the other one, it'd probably be around $40 per pound. So this is definitely not a cost advantage to say the least. And then what's the target market? People who care about the environment, there are alternative brands that give you options if you wanna support certain initiatives. I know even with Starbucks, they have a couple products where I believe they have specific environmental impact goals where if you buy a particular product from them or a particular coffee, particular water, it'll actually support a specific initiative similar to this. So I, it's not a price play. I don't know what the how big is this target market of people who want that? Or is it just social justice? So to say, it's the same people wanna push beyond meat. I, if you had a choice, what would you buy? And again, they're not, and maybe it's like Coca-Cola, we're not gonna tell you the secret ingredients, but for my three cents, it used to be two cents, but 40 year hyperinflation, thanks to the government, Republicans and Democrats, it's gotta be three cents. It used to be four cents, or it should be four cents, really, but my three cents today, although, still free to click the subscribe button. Personally, I don't see any compelling business reason to purchase that product. I don't see any personal reason for that I would ever buy this product. Because again, what I buy right now, it's regular coffee beans for $7.27 per pound. And I grind it up, add some hot water, good to go. If I feel, I'm, if I, I am lucky or you know, business grows and I decide to upgrade to maybe organic whole bean coffee, then that would be what maybe three to four dollars more per pound but it wouldn't be forty dollars per pound it and, and again you're getting a mystery product lord only knows what they're putting into that yeah for me i would never purchase this product but who knows maybe that maybe this is a business brilliance idea and maybe they will not end up in the business blunder section of the day their sales will surely tell us the story would you buy it though would you buy not coffee coffee for a multiple greater cost than what you're currently drinking today it'll be interesting to see but let me know what you have to say i'd it. be fascinating to see maybe it is just me but i suspect not so much now going on to the culture part of the podcast you have bungie video game company roasted for using the made-up bs term latinx and a myriad of pronouns getting 23 million views on the twitter sphere but only 5,244 likes. Now I'm a little curious, what kind of ratio would that be? And I know public schools are all-time low in terms of test scores for mathematics, history, science, pretty much anything that isn't identity-based. So we'll do a little bit of public search today. We'll do some education in mathematics. So we had 5,244 likes. Let's divide that by 23 million. That gives us 0.00228 now to turn that into percentage today we're going to multiply that by 100 that means that of all the 23 million people who saw that post 0.0228 liked it. Also known as pretty much no one. Statistically it is very very low. Now going over to the actual tweet they actually have some text before they have. I don't know. Apparently, this is a Hispanic hand holding a lightning bolt in front of a flower, a rainbow, and a medical like hazard sign. Which clearly they're not going for the Cuban identity because, I, I, yeah, my, my, I, no resemblance, unfortunately. But nevertheless, they say, "quote Being a Latin." a e o x is more than just the location on the map just as being hispanic is more than the language we might speak we are proud to introduce our newest idea latin at bungee apparently it takes you to their website and geez louise it's going to be painful but i'll read it introducing latin at bungee hispanic heritage month is underway and we are proud to introduce our newest inclusion, diversity, and equity association, aka Idea. Damn it, I will give them a C plus or a pun. I do appreciate that. I know they weren't trying to be funny, but if you can have an acronym, uh, that I do appreciate a good acronym. Okay. At Latin at Bungie. Ideas are employee resource groups to help Bungie employees connect with people of other <laughs> similar cultural backgrounds and support allies. These groups are serve as a resource for advice, a forum to share thoughts and perspectives, and a way to amplify and celebrate cultures not just in person, but also in our games. Latin at Bungie first began in 2022 as a way to celebrate our identity, acknowledge our different experiences, help educate the Bungie community about Latin and Hispanic culture, and support our local communities. Ultimately, we aim to improve Latin cultural representative in our games and bolster the representation of employees with a... Latin or Hispanic background in our company. In turn, we hope that will result in better connections between our games and our gamers. Unquote. And that is on their website. Yeah. My favorite part, it's, not, it's more than location on a map. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think Google Maps has a loony bin, but they might. They might. Just being Hispanic is more than language we speak. Latinx is one of the most moronic terms I've ever heard in my life. My family came from Cuba. No one in the Latin community actually uses that term, because Latin, Hispanic language, Spanish, it is by default gender-oriented. But logic aside, I know let's not let that let's not that get in the way of modern society. Bungie, how far have they fallen? They used to be known for making the great game Halo, which I would argue is One of the biggest contributing factors of why Xbox exists. When it comes to a video game platform, one of the biggest reasons people buy a console is exclusivity contracts. You cannot buy a PlayStation and play Halo. You could only buy it on the Xbox. When, back in my day, that was a big reason people purchased Xbox over the competition. Such as the PlayStation, and then at the time, I believe it was the Nintendo Wii. Or, yeah, I'd say the Wii, about that time. And Bungie, they were known for that game. It was iconic. And one of the reasons it's iconic was Master Chief, the main protagonist of the video game series of the Halo, you didn't know what he looked like. It was part of the reason the game, I think, was popular, because anyone could identify with him? There really isn't any controversy. So I wonder if now they just plan to come out with a video game with every single orientation? Now, let's see here. Now, thankfully... There's a semblance of intelligence left in society. I know sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but sometimes society does tend to not impress you, but not disappoint you as you are used to, perhaps. Now, going to the comments, they are, as a youth might say, roasted. Just bam. Now, one of the top comments comes from Mr. Halo Plasma Posting. This person says, quote, I feel like you could have used an actual slur here, and the people you're trying to support would be happier than... Latin, A-E-O-X, unquote. Apt and accurate. This person got 6,319 views, or rather, likes, and 237,000 views. So Mr. Exaggero, said, quote, Hispanics don't like our language being manipulated and angelicized, but thanks for openly signaling to never buy any of your products again, unquote person got 5,052 likes out of 166,000 views which very true we don't again we no one uses that term that was invented by some a lot of people to say oh, some average liberal woman in suburban America again go to Cuba go to Mexico go to Spain no one uses that term Latinx it's ridiculous it's one of the things they're trying to push perhaps the theory is to erase gender altogether Language, by definition, is gender-oriented. Now, I digress. Partially, I'll get back to the comments. Uh, Mr. Bound into a said, quote, Today I learned Hispanic is a language, unquote. This person got 5,764 likes out of 273,000 views. Mr. Roller Lane says, quote, There are more hidden replies than there are people actually use Latinx. Why are you silencing the community that you're trying to represent, LMFAO? Now, this person got 8,465 likes out of 211,000 views. And it's true. I'm looking at the first yeah, one, two, three, four. A lot of comments are getting hidden by the draconian author, which is disgusting. Answered also a good rule of thumb if you know someone, I would argue, is an American, or they believe in American values. Do so they believe in censorship or not so much? Which is why my comments are always open. With the ironic exception being, when I made a video critiquing YouTube on shutting down comments, they actually shut down those comments, and then when I made two videos about Bud Light. Interestingly enough, those are the only times YouTube overrode my preferences, which is allow all comments, even if they are pejorative against me. And more often than, not more often than not, but a not insignificant amount of time, they are. But I appreciate the critical feedback because that's how you improve. Now, other popular responses, one being a GIF or rather picture of a gentleman with purple hair, an earring, and this person is saying it's called Latinx and then right next to this person is a Hispanic person with a sombrero saying Shut the F up, gringo unquote. And that little cartoon got nine thousand seven hundred and forty likes out of seventy eight five thousand views. Some respond to that by the name of Ernie Jersebelik saying, quote, not all people Not all white people think this, though. Only racist liberal Democrats do, unquote. That person got 1,657 likes out of 54,000 views. And as I scroll more and more and more, someone said, Michael's saying, and they hid that that one, unquote. Again, I don't know if it's technically a Mayo Clinic-sponsored or Mayo Clinic- authorized or Certified cure for stuttering, but the rumor is if you click the subscribe button my stuttering may someday become cured And that is as accurate as many statements made in public schools Take that with uh, as you will I'm trying to looking through the comments. I'm trying and really looking Let's see Someone just said yep another bungee hidden reply that person got 611 likes for that comment So I'm trying to find, Mr. KG said, quote, Latino or Latina, that is all, unquote. That person got 1,800 likes out of 82,000 views, which is an accurate statement. I'm trying to see if there's anyone that's supportive of Bungie. Well, this is a popular one. Someone by the name of everything is out of control. Says, literally, 1984, by hiding the truth in hidden, unquote. And then it's a little cartoon, and it is a liberal woman, or I'm guessing a liberal woman in a, looks like a business environment, and she said, quote, being Latin A-E-O-X is more than just the location, is on the map, is just as being Hispanic is more than the language we may speak, unquote. And the gentleman in the little comic is looking at the calendar, peeling back the date on the calendar, and it says January 1984. In an apt metaphor, for the book, 1984, which I know Americans, I know schools don't teach a lot these days. If you read it, it's a great book by George Orwell and it shows you the dystopian future or current state where we're in. Although many would argue, actually, unfortunately, modern society is actually more dystopian than described in the book. But nevertheless, I do not ascribe, I do not, I don't really advise, I don't advise anyone to make that drinking game. Every time I reference the book, you take a shot because it would be deadly. So do not do that because unfortunately, modern society resembles the book so much. I do reference it a lot on the show. But nevertheless, that little comic, or that little note, got 13.4 thousand likes out of 433,000 views. Some by the name of Siki said, quote, glad you lost Halo now, unquote, got 683 likes. Oh, this is a good one, Mr. Synth Potato. This person says, quote, hiding replies from your Hispanic players is the next level irony of this inclusive post, unquote. Yes. That that might be the best quote of the day. They get the person got 1,911 likes out of 71,000 views. <laughs> I still can't find a single positive one. Mr. DeVardis said, quote, This is deeply disrespectful to my culture and my heritage, unquote, getting 855 likes. Someone named Nicholas Drikoyo simply said, Quote, looks like a lot of hidden responses, unquote, and got 6,400 likes. So, I do not see, and I, again, I am scrolling, and I'm not seeing a single positive one. There are many people who took the GIF where they replaced the hand, and it's now holding a, maybe a jiro. Some other type of uh, taco. That's that's a very popular response. So, I yeah I can't see a single positive one. And going to the hidden responses, wow they hid this, Mister Duralect Golem. All this person said was quote, yeah it's Latino or Latina unquote. Person got fifteen thousand likes and Bungie just hid them. So the only way you can see that response is if you go to the post, the little right-hand corner, you just click that button, and oh, well, I guess camera's reversed, right-hand corner, wherever it is. If you're looking at the screen, it's on the right side. Click hidden responses. Mr. Xbox Serious said, "Quote: It's Latina, or anything else is a slur." Unquote. And it's the GIF of Willy Wonka putting the hand on the relaxing, saying, "You must be new here." First got 12,000 likes. Someone named Windy City Flyer has a j- little juxtaposition of the person from Breaking Bad, the restaurant owner, and this is a person laughing, saying Hispanics when you call them a slur, and the other picture of him being all serious is Hispanics when you call them Latinx. That got eighteen thousand likes. Yeah, because we don't. Again, it's a made-up BS political term. Go to go to those countries. Go to Spain. Go to Cuba. Go to Mexico. No one is using Latin X. No one. What does he... Mr. Based Dende said, quote, Which white, not Hispanic, employee wrote this for you, unquote? Got 10,000 likes. There are a lot of hidden responses. A lot of them just saying, F you, Bungie. they they hid the response of someone just saying "bra," B-R-U-H, which that person got 531 likes. Again, I'm strolling. I have not perhaps seen a ratio so visceral just against the original poster in years. This may be a first time in Twitter history. And there have been some huge cultural and business blunders on the Twitter sphere, because again, I scrolled through. I scrolled for quite some time, and I can't find a sync. Usually, there's someone, even if they're just trolling, where they are in favor of the original post. I mean, a lot of people are just saying tone deaf, getting thousands of likes. Yeah, I I don't see a single positive response. Which is, maybe that's got to be a first. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people to stop it. So, needless to say, I don't know if there's going to be a big boycott per se. I mean, nowadays I think Bungie is only known for Destiny. If I look at their website, they abdicated the creation of Halo a little while back. So they're no longer going to be making Halo and making Master Chief go collect rings and kill aliens and all that kind of stuff. Back in my day, we had system links where we actually linked the systems with an Ethernet cord and a Switch. Oh, those are the days. But nevertheless, I digress. It's been years since they made those brilliant creations. So let me know. Do you think, will there be a boycott of Bungie? Do you think... People are kind of fed up with this made-up term, Latinx, that businesses are trying to use to profit and clearly coming off as ridiculously inauthentic and, well, many would also say hilarious. But I'd say more often than not, people just think it's pejorative and, again, it's a made-up BS term. So let me know in the comments It'd be fascinating to see and hear what you have to say. Other interesting cultural news, you have Starbucks closing seven locations in San Francisco and joining the trend of dozens of businesses leaving. Now, who, I was gonna say, who could have guessed Star Wars would leave San Francisco? I mean, it's such a vibrant, great community, no crime or drugs, and great culture for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I could predict that, as well as anyone with a modicum of intelligence. Because San Francisco, perfect example of the cultural decay, and to get what you vote for. California brilliantly the people decided they voted for it. They literally said one of the biggest examples being I Forget the prop number, but it used to be a felony in the state if you stole something up uh, nine hundred fifty dollars You get the book thrown at you as they might say in law and order, but The people decided well instead, instead of that being a felony. We're gonna knock it down. It's only a misdemeanor by now so when it comes to the public courts and the fastest thing to do for public with the courts is a plea deal it's v- extremely common because you can get them done pretty quick and in plea deals they quite literally what it says you usually plead down to a lesser charge giving the accused or in this case more often not California, they're guilty but nevertheless it gives the person l- a more lenient sentence in return for them not having to spend months or years in the court system so instead of starting in a felony and they're you know putting it down to maybe misdemeanor now it's starting a misdemeanor and they're pleading down even more. Or more often than not, the district attorneys are just not prosecuting any crime at all. The Californian way, some might say. And San Francisco, their drug use, up and at them, as some from the 1950s might say, it is using more drugs than you could possibly fathom. Their homeless problem is they have an army, seemingly, because they also, again, they voted for it. They don't want to have the police do anything. If they see tents or anything or drugs or anything, they feel tip. Let it be. If, and actually, it's actually in some cases illegal to step in and move them. Yes, as crazy as it sounds, that is the current state. And because theft is so rampant, pretty much every business is leaving because again, there's no incentive to stay. You're losing money. You're bleeding money. Famously, Nordstrom had a mob of about twenty gentlemen come in in black hoodies, and they just took everything out of the store. They stole about a hundred thousand dollars in merchandise. Now, maybe they're just trying to be nice because they knew this business is probably going to leave. Instead of this business having to pack everything up and, you know, worry about logistics and insurance on it, we'll just take it all. Kidding, obviously. They're just morally mentally vacuous people who want to steal and face no consequences. And more and more businesses are starting to realize this. Now, hilariously, the only business that has opened up a store in San Francisco in the past 48 months that I could find is IKEA. And perhaps, perhaps, perhaps... That is just because they know, perhaps, if you're willing to steal something, they, they you're too lazy to put, you're not going to put it together. Because Ikea, you have to buy it, the kit, then you have to go home and put it together. Or, interesting idea, perhaps Ikea has all the packages of the furniture and stuff, only half the parts are in there. So, if they steal them, they get home, and they, they're like halfway through constructing something, and they can't finish it, so they have to go back and buy the rest. I'm kidding that Ikea would never do that, but that'd be... Kind of a hilarious um, prank or a troll to do on those perpetrators. But nevertheless, are less. It looks like every business with a intelligence is leaving. Now, in terms of what businesses are leaving San Francisco, Nordstrom, C2B, Anthropology, Whole Foods, Old Navy, Saks Fifth, Office Depot, Athletic, Abercrombie & Fitch, Disney, Marshalls, H&M, Gap. They've all either close their stores within San Francisco city limits or announce plans to leave. And that list? It's only going to get longer. Now, in terms of Starbucks being traditionally more left-leaning politically speaking, well, they're not going to come out and say yes because your city is mentally and morally vacuous. Your crime is out of control and you're doing nothing to stop it. They can't say that because then people would maybe boycott them. So they're very political with their statements, to say the least. Now. This statement specifically, a Starbucks person, they noted, quote, each year, as a standard course of business, we evaluate the store portfolio to determine where we can best meet our community and customers' needs, unquote. (laughs) Which is a very nice way of saying, yeah. Although it is actually a very apt business analysis, what customers are left? If most everyone will just steal everything in San Francisco, how many paying customers are there? Three? Maybe four? Maybe. Now they continue to say, "quote This includes opening new locations, identifying stores in need of investment or renovation, exploring locations where alternative format is needed, and in some instances, reevaluating our footprint." Unquote. Yes, they are certainly reevaluating their footprint, to say the least. They're not just leaving. Not just taking one store out of San Francisco and getting the hell out. They're closing seven. This is Starbucks. They have more locations than you could possibly fathom. What name of business has more locations than Starbucks? Maybe McDonald's in some instances? Maybe 7-Eleven? Which begs a question for the... Let me know in the comments. Would you like an ADHD question of the day? Now I'm curious, how many Starbucks locations are there in the world? I'm gonna guess 78,000. Way off, no, okay. They have 35,711 stores at Starbucks. Now I'm curious about the 7-Eleven. I think 7-Eleven is closer to the 80. Yep, 7-Eleven is 78,029. Although that is according to a statistic in 2021. But if you go to their website right now, 7-eleven they say they have 70,000 stores so interesting I guess yeah they went by a, a mile and a long shot yeah so Starbucks currently has thirty five thousand seven hundred and eleven stores and they're deciding yeah we're, we're gonna get out now how many stores do you think are getting vandalized in San Francisco five percent ten percent oh way more it's a great example of how a city can be a winner and a loser at the same time they win this award hands down In a recent survey, they showed that 97% of San Francisco restaurants have experienced graffiti or property crime in the past month. That's an unprecedented percentage of damage. Now, it looks like in terms of the city's office vacancy rate, it looks like it stood around 30% as last month, while the population shrank by 40,000 residents. And yet the culture of San Francisco persists, they're not changing. They're not changing the laws. They're not not doing anything. They're embracing this. How many businesses can keep this city afloat? Right now, the biggest, most enterprise company I can think of is Salesforce. They are the largest, most successful customer relationship management platform on the planet, also known as a CRM. That's their biggest logo in the city that's left. Now the CEO is a very politically active person. He loves the city. So I doubt he will ever relocate the company, but more and more companies are leaving and more and more jobs are literally disappearing. From a cultural perspective, what will it take to actually turn the city around? Let me know in the comments, can it be saved? Will it become the next Detroit? Detroit at one time was the richest, most prosperous city on the planet. And then the culture shifted, the jobs shifted, a lot of re- there's there's a many variables that led to the city's crumbling and demise, but there's a reason it's no longer what was the big three GM, Ford, and Chrysler. Many would argue the UAW and the strike and you know the unions being an artificially high cost is a contributing factor. But will San Francisco become the next Detroit? How bad will it be before they turn it around? Do they want to turn it around? Because again, you need to attract businesses here. And I would argue in many cases you could turn any city around, but you do need a cultural fix. You do need you need more police in terms of this situation. And you need, actually you need district attorneys to actually enforce the law. Because the police can arrest someone seven days a week. But if the courts just let them go out and they don't prosecute anything, then what's the point? So it'll be interesting to see from a cultural perspective. It is a little surprising Starbucks, based on their political affiliations, are leaving the city that is very much aligning with their values. Let me know in the comments. Could it be turned around? And if so, will it take months, years, decades? If ever. Let me know in the comments. It would be fascinating to see what you have to say. Now, going on to the political part of the podcast, you have Vivek video on removing House Speaker Kevin McCarthy going viral and hitting 1 million views in one day. And although, while many people continue to call him Vivek, I do prefer his old rap name from when he was in college, known as Davek. Which, in terms of marketing, the fact that he doesn't have hats, stickers, and knickknacks and accoutrements with his old rap name, and maybe him doing some type of funny symbol, the fact that he's not doing that is just criminal. I mean, the laugh factor's there, it's a, it's a good little, little observational humor. They could easily raise a couple million in campaign funds on that alone. But perhaps my marketing idea just it's maybe too radical for that campaign. But nevertheless, it looks like it's a short little three minute clip here. And again, as we make make the show better and better, we're starting to test out software to do real in time production, picture in picture. So I'm trying to get this show to the next level, so to say. So we will have that capability shortly. And I appreciate your patience. And if you subscribe, obviously, the bigger we make the channel, the show together, the more we can increase the resources to it and make it better as better as well. So I appreciate your patience, your recommendations. If you have any additional software currently using open source OBS for this. And again, love the feedback and critique to make the show better. But without further ado, we'll pay play the And and I'm not saying he gets an F off the bat, but he did not suit up as every man should though. He is wearing a collar button up. So little credit, but where's the blazer? Where's the suit? But nevertheless, I partially digress.
1: This is going to be controversial, but let's go. Here's what I think everybody should agree on. The point of removing the House Speaker was to sow chaos. That's what the critics of Matt Gaetz and everybody else is saying. And my advice to the people who voted to remove him is own it. Admit it. There was no better plan of action of who's going to fill that Speaker role So was the point to sow chaos? Yes, it was. But the real question to ask, let's get to the bottom of it, is whether chaos is really such a bad thing in times such as these. When we live in a moment where we have a border crisis at our southern border, where there are tens of thousands of illegal migrants crossing per week, driving an epidemic of lawlessness across this country, are we sure that that status quo is what we want? Or is little chaos really such a bad thing? When we have a national debt of $33 trillion and growing under the watch of Republicans and Democrats alike in power, are we sure the status quo is what we want? Or is little chaos really such a bad thing? When we have a climate cult that shackles the United States and shackles our economy while letting our enemy China roam free, are we really sure that the status quo is what we want or is a little chaos such a bad thing? If we're dependent on our enemy for our modern way of life and we have people who are bought and paid for in Washington, D.C. by special interests and a class of lobbyists and a class of super-packed puppet masters and we keep marching to our same fate, are we really sure that chaos is such a bad thing? That's the real question. I would rather just everybody smoke that out and debate it in the open. Because do we have a plan to replace the House Speaker? No. But is that the most important question? No, it's not. We don't have a House Speaker. What's the plan to replace the Speaker, everybody asks? Here's what I say. Who cares until we actually have a plan for how to address the deficit in our budget, how to address the $33 trillion in our national debt, how to actually seal our own southern border in this country, how to deal with an epidemic of crime across the United States of America, how to reduce our dependence on an enemy for our modern way of life. That's what I want to plan for. And then we're going to ask the question of who's going to be the best babysitter to shepherd a bunch of people in Congress and in a Republican party to actually get us there. That's the order we need to go in. And so for everybody out there who's asking the question of what's the plan to get a new speaker, you're asking the wrong question. What's the plan to actually revive this country? What's the plan to shut down the unconstitutional administrative state? What's the plan to grow this economy? What's the plan to avoid World War III by funding wars we shouldn't be funding? What's the plan to declare independence from China? What's the plan to revive national pride in this country and our missing national identity and to seal our border and to revive meritocracy and to actually pursue excellence in this country again? Yeah, that's the plan I want to hear about. And then we can talk about who's going to be the shepherd of actually being the assembly line mover in the house of representatives to get that moving forward. So I guess you might've guessed my view by now. You know what? Once in a while, a little chaos, isn't such a bad thing. Just ask our founding fathers. That's what this country's founded on. And I'm not going to apologize for it.
0: So it looks like certainly went viral and a lot of people are suspicious or a lot of people are wondering, well, did this, in terms of moves on political transport, did this just move into territory that Democrats want? Because th- that's where most of the votes came from, in terms of, to get this achievement. There's a lot of critique saying there was a secret back deal where it would actually, where the resolution was passed by Kevin McCarthy is actually helping fund Ukraine. So it'll be interesting to see what are your thoughts, and then what are the thoughts of the folks on the Twitter sphere? What are the top responses here? That looks like Someone by the name of Brad Webb said, quote, There is a plan, Vivek, single-issue voting. That is the single most important issue. This forces the Uniparty to go on record with their votes. It would also stop much of the the pork, a.k.a. legal bribes. They would be caught doing this like everything else. Voting against closing the border, voting for sending money to Ukraine, voting for funding three-letter agencies. Now this person got 59 likes out of 2000 views. Scrolling through here, Mr. John David Myers says quote unquote agree. Yeah, 11 likes. Somebody named Vanessa says quote, yes, sir, you got it. Who cares when children go missing? There's corruption everywhere and everything. They do make things worse for us. I don't care. She got 17 likes? Let's see. She replying to someone. Oh, alright. She got 17 likes. Someone by the name of Eric88 said, quote, man, if we could get our energy prices down, it would smash a lot of problems, unquote. Person got 17 likes. And yes, that would be nice. Remember when gas was under $2 a gallon? That certainly helped my budget every week. Let's see here. Someone named Jessica P said, quote, Vivek, I think you should run for house speaker, unquote. And this person got nine likes. Let's see here. Someone by the name of Matthew said, quote, I swear it's like you're me except reincarnated simultaneously unbelievable, unquote. That person got 52 likes. Someone by the name of Myrtle said, quote, Exactly, the chaos created by today's events pales in comparison to the multiple levels of increasingly more serious chaos our country has been facing every single day. Unquote. Now, this person got seven likes. So, it looks like 100% agree with you. Fighting the fire. Good point. Good Trying to see if there's any pejorative or... Let's see here. Any negative comments. A lot of people just simply saying thank you. Some by name of... Mr. Joshua Jake said, quote, Vivek did not stutter, unquote. And there's little emojis that indicate he was spitting fire, which, as the youth might say, is how you get your point across. The person got 11 likes. So it looks like... Here we go. Hey, it was buried a little bit lower, but this person's got one of those popular responses. The person by the name of Kathy Barnett said, quote, a little chaos is not a bad thing at Vivek Ramaswamy is 100% correct. Anyone can be voted in to herd a bunch of sheep. The questions we should be asking are, 1. How do we seal the border? 2. How do we fix a massive budget gap? 3. How do we not sleepwalking ourselves into World War III? 4. How do we put pride back in the country? 5. How do we decouple ourselves from communist China? 6. How do we put free speech back in America? 7. How do we stop the sadistic mutilation of children? Yeah, maybe a little chaos, is exactly what we need right now. Stop being so uncomfortable, America. Unquote. That person got 134 likes. So out of 9,213 views. So quite a lot of positive responses. Let me know in the comments. What are your thoughts on Vivek's take on the situation? And do you think it's a good thing now that I guess right now is a temporary person who's leading the house? Do you think that's more advantageous? Are the, is the upside worth the downside? Was it a good move on the political chessboard? Let me know what you have to say. In terms of who wants to do that role next, I don't know who's going to want to step for up for that role. There's a lot of speculation saying maybe Trump will. And Trump, admittedly, to his credit, he's not ruled it out with his public statements. He's, he hasn't come out and said, oh yeah, I want to do that. And he also has not said, No, I would not do that. I'm kind of occupied with lots of things. Let me know in the comments. It would be fascinating to see where we go from here. Other interesting political news have Chris Christie going viral and getting one million views for the Donald Duck tweet and Trump legal fees. Now, this is perhaps one of the most laziest comparisons in terms of coming up with a nickname for a presidential nominee or political adversary. It's one of those things where... I think a lot of people appreciate Trump's puns. They think it's funny because they're not something that's as intuitive as a simple wordplay. And again, this isn't that original. I'm pretty sure people have used this throughout the decades when they were talking about Trump or trying to make a joke about him. Now, Chris Christie looks like he has a bastardized meme of a duck wearing a suit, which at least this, it, suiting up is important. So, But it just looks like Donald Duck and they just add the Trump hair to it. Now, out of curiosity, with the ratio of the million, 11,200 did like it. So I know public schools are all time low and pretty much testing everything, partially because I suspect they actually don't teach substance in many cases. But nevertheless, they got 11,200 likes out of a million views. So you take that 11,200, divide by a million, and you can multiply it by 100 to give us a percentage. And that is a 1.12% like ratio, which. Is actually greater than usual for Chris Christie now in terms of Chris Christie his text before the images he says quote let's get a couple of things straight to date Donald Duck has spent in excess of 50 million in donations from working class Americans to cover his legal bills and allowed the RNC to pay more than 2 million of donor money to do the same he's so cheap and selfish he'd rather spend your money than his own if Trump actually cared about voters or lawful elections he would reimburse the rnc and his campaign and spend that money on election integrity don't hold your breath he won't he's a hypocrite and a coward who will do and say anything in to advance his own interest and silence some of his critics by ducking and trying to cancel debates unquote again that was eleven thousand two hundred likes now it looks like he tweeted part of a trump banner it looks like a statement from the Trump campaign, and that statement says, quote, again, this is a, quote, statement from Trump campaign senior advisors Susie Wills and Chris La Civita on October 2nd, 2023. It said, quote, the Republican National Committee should immediately cancel the upcoming debate in Miami and end all future debates in order to refocus its manpower and money on preventing Democrats' efforts to steal the 2024 election. Anything else, along with the other reasons not to cancel, are admission to the grassroots that their concerns about voter integrity are not taken seriously, and the National Republicans are more concerned about helping Joe Biden than ensuring a safe and secure election, unquote. And then, next to that, he has the picture of... It almost like like a dystopian, creepy, AI-generated picture. Well, it is, but... Yeah, of a duck in a suit with Trump's hair. Which... Interestingly enough, May would say it's still preferable to Chris Christie's outfit. But nevertheless, I don't even think Chris Christie has a tie in that picture of the profile. Ridiculous, to say the least. Now, let's see what the top... What are the top comments? Are they supportive of Chris Christie? There's 11,200 likes, and he is getting a lot of the support from the Never Trumpers. And there's a part of the Republican Party that will never vote for Trump. They don't like him. And for the primary, they're going to vote for someone. Presumably, it's Chris Christie, although... DeSantis has started to increase and ramp up his attacks on Trump, so DeSantis might actually get those voters that Chris Christie was previously getting, interestingly enough. But we shall dive into the comments. Though not as aggressive, as some might say, Chris Christie dives into a pastry, some might say. But nevertheless, diving down, looks like the first response is, and actually, for another time, you perhaps are appreciative that we don't have the picture in picture is a uh, picture of Chris Christie in shorts. Um, the belt working very hard. And the meme or the text above the picture is Chris Christie, you should let me be president. I am responsible and making and make good decisions. Unquote. And under that text is another text saying also Chris Christie. And the the shorts are faux pas in them of themselves from a fashion perspective. Obviously I know the best fashion out there. I get the best suit out there that's all i need but the s- shorts are above the knee and as a man not only do most men not wear shorts in this case they're above the knee and they're tan and he has sneakers on but the sneakers are not new balance 990s which if you're gonna wear sneakers are the only good running shoe out there Me in the usa as well a politician would be prudent enough to wear that as opposed to some Vietnamese based company or manufactured I can't see the actual logo but nevertheless that tweet response got 230 likes out of 13,000 views alligator some by name I do appreciate this name it is kind of moderately entertaining this person's name is Amy alligator not an actual alligator unquote so I do appreciate she clarifies that she is not actually an alligator if alligators... If they could actually tweet, I'd be quite concerned. Deadly and intelligent. The people... The Florida man would have to man up and put out that. It might make their experiences a little bit more difficult. But nevertheless, it looks like this pressure... That Amy Alligator just picked... They just responded with a picture of Trump wearing a hat. Or the Trump hat. And I don't know if that's... I mean... He, Again, they're not the pinnacle of health, but... comparing the two pictures, Trump looks a little skinnier. And of course, Trump is not wearing... Let me double-check this. I think he'd be not wearing... Is he wearing shorts? No. And then someone responded to her saying maybe it's photoshopped? So Amy Alligator, interesting response. She did get 96 likes. But going back to the original post, let's see. Someone by the name of Mary said, quote... Have you ever thought about trying a carnivore diet at Chris Christie? Your health is at great risk heart disease, diabetes, and you're morbidly obese. There are many people who have gotten great results. I figure you've got about 200 to 300 pounds to lose. It can be done. It might, what can you say? Let's see here. It can be done. It might behoove you to concentrate more on your morbid obesity than politics. Unquote. Now, Mary got 33 likes out of 5,000 views. Let's see here. We do have a couple supporting. Let's see. Looks like we have our first supporting. This one by the name of Amy Stewart Sprouls said, quote, absolutely disgusting. Trump is running the fundraising well dry to serve his own purposes. If nothing else, a 2 million contribution from the RMC, which can ill afford it, should show us why we had seven candidates on the primary stage debate, unquote. That person got 28 likes. Let's see here. Someone by the name of Stinson Norwood said, quote, lead the consolidation, sir. Let's end MAGA, unquote. That person got 144 likes out of 21,000 views. So this person is very supportive of Chris Christie. So we're starting to get, some of the supporting comments are starting to brew to the surface, so to say. Someone by the name of Mia, although she certainly is not missing an action because... There's a picture of her right there, but nevertheless, Mia had a GIF, or as the youth might say, a gif of Donald Duck saying "I'm broke" and he's shaking an old penny purse, which I might be dating myself in and of itself. that I recognize the old intellectual property, but also a little coin purse it used to be a very popular thing when American money is worth something and they use coins made of actual precious metals. Oh, uh, as a lifetime ago or several lifetimes ago, actually. And that got 144 likes out of 15,000 views. Mr. Dom Lukier said, quote, Do you really think that joke landed ever? Unquote. Now that person got 1,161 likes out of 22,000 views. Mr. Dan Bongino simply responded with a picture of a Twinkie. And that got 969 likes. See here. here we go I'm trying to see. Oh, ooh, ooh. someone uh, responded by name. Someone by the name of Mockingbird Shot responded with a picture of Chris Christie on the beach in shorts, which it may be a swimsuit. Swimsuit that would be an appropriate instance. And although he's wearing flip flops, he is not wearing socks with the flip flops. So perhaps his fashion acumen serves so a modicum of credit. Not a lot, just a modicum of credit. But he's sitting in an aluminum lawn chair, overflowing the lawn chair and testing its capacity limit. Now, in terms of a sponsorship or a brand ambassador, why that lawn chair company or has not reached out to Chris Christie for a product endorsement is beyond me. I would, again, just take that picture of Chris Christie in the lawn chair, slap your logo on that, and people know that thing is going to stand the test of time and the test of the weight limits. I mean, some would say that's a brilliant marketing idea. Although, that picture only got seven likes. So, perhaps there's a reason I'm not in charge of the marketing department and a launch company yet. I could someday aspire. Perhaps someday. Now, scrolling more and more. Let's see here. We have Mr. Doug Daughtery saying, quote, Better than the billions sent to the Ukraine, unquote. Getting 23 likes from his response. So some named Mark Coffin without a profile picture of a coffin. So a little disappointing not to have an accurate profile picture, but nevertheless, Mr. Mark Coffin simply said, quote unquote, have another donut and he got 26 likes. Uh, let's see. So you have Elvis Batman, which a combination between Elvis and Batman. That'd be a fascinating film. Although we know Hollywood doesn't have any original ideas left. They never do that. They just make copies of copies of copies. Maybe we should make that film. Nevertheless, Mr. Elvis Batman said, quote, I just sent him 250 bucks. I have more respect for him, too, unquote. Everyone's got 46 likes. Someone named Toodle Family, Kathleen and Dwayne, said, quote, Get it straight, Christy. We don't care, unquote. Hashtag Trump 2024. Now more than ever. That's quite a long hashtag. Nevertheless, that person got 73 likes. So again, Chris Christie made the attempt. and There are a couple that are supportive of him. Let's see here. Okay, the last one. So this one named Graham Williams said, quote, Why are you even in the race? 2024 National Republican Primary. Trump, 62%. DeSantis, 11%. Ramaswamy, 10%. Pence, 5%. Haley, 5%. Scott, 1%. Christie, 1%. Now that person's response tweet got 337 likes. So needless to say, he was, as the youth might say, ratioed on the Twitter sphere. Now again, he's going, politically speaking, in terms of moves on the political chessboard. Chris Christie is going for the Never Trumpers. So for those people, this statement is facts aside and logistics aside, just the statement in itself attacking Trump, continuing to attack Trump. It's going to work in terms of getting those folks. My only question is, now that DeSantis is kind of pivoting his campaign, how will Chris Christie differentiate himself from DeSantis? Because right now, everyone pretty much besides Vivek is critiquing Trump, but DeSantis and Chris Christie more than the others, how will he differentiate himself enough? And again, he is polling, most of these polls are showing him about 1%. Do you think, is Chris Christie, does he have a chance? And is he doing this just to perhaps get a cabinet position if someone gets elected that's favorable to him? I mean, there are a lot of people in the Republican Party who are not fans of Trump. So, again, maybe if DeSantis wins, he'll just, you know, give him the pass and, his campaign strategy. Maybe he'll pick Chris Christie to be some part of the cabinet position. Let me know what you think. I'd be fascinated to see what you have to say. Now, going on to the business blunder of the day, you have Clorox confirming the cybersecurity incident cost them sales. Now, this is actually after a cybersecurity incident attacked their production capabilities. So it's so bad, they actually could not operate the machines that made the products, which again, when you're a CISO or chief information security officer, if you're in charge of IT security. One of those things where, again, it's not tested by the Mayo Clinic or it's not tested by any third parties, but I have a theory. If you click the subscribe button, perhaps, and I'm, saying, I'm not saying it's 100%, it may help with my stuttering. It, the odds are not zero. The odds are never zero, really. I mean, a wise philosopher, also pilot, once told me, never tell me the odds. So that very well could be the cure to my stuttering. So if you can click that subscribe button, I really appreciate it. We'll try that experiment together. Perhaps it will work. Time shall tell. Now, back to the Clorox, one of the biggest threats in IT One of the biggest stressors in your life, if you're in charge of the security for a business, or in this case, a manufacturing company specifically, if you get ransomware, so you can't work, or if they just shut down the machines and you can't make new products, and of course you make a product for a living, you actually have to produce something to make them, you know, to actually get sales, you're not the government, you just can't make money by existing. This is their biggest fear. So they announced publicly because they have to tell people, hey, we suffered a cybersecurity attack. It may have affected our capabilities to produce more products, which may hurt our sales. That's what we knew a couple weeks back. Now we actually have quantifiable results from the security incident. Now, specifically, it says it expects net sales to decrease 23% to 28%. Now, Clark's also estimates its gross margin for the quarter will be down from a year ago and expects there to post a per share loss of 35 cents to 75 cents on an adjusted basis it projects a loss of up to 40 cents per share which is pretty much is one of the worst case scenarios for this company and again this company already had a few factors going against them they had a huge peak in sales like many clean products did during the pandemic where everyone was going out and buying their product in droves so they had a huge sales spike there but again now that well maybe it'll make a comeback Hopefully not, but we'll see. It's one of those things where once you had a big sales peak, similar to Peloton, it started to peter off and go slower back to the norm. And as they're kind of going through now, trying to get their sales back up, bam, their production capability gets taken advantage of. So it'll be interesting to see if their information security team is still there tomorrow, but there's such a huge sales decrease. Just, again, every company is a tech company. They just don't know it yet, may you say. You really have to take security first initiatives for most things these days because the threats are out there and they're just mounting. And to have such a big security incident that directly impacts sales so much, that's gotta be the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. I really appreciate your support. Trying to get to 4,000 subscribers. So if you can take a minute and click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, don't forget, Top Technologies is giving away a free 37 millimeter AR-15 flare launcher with every $37,000 purchase or more. Go to toppingtechnologies.com to see additional details also the feedback in the comments i greatly appreciate it. even if it's harsh i appreciate the critique try to make the show better and better including things that is starting to work on my enunciation work on my stuttering and if you can click that like button also helps out the channel as well lastly also don't forget to tell your family tell your friends tell your co-workers heck tell your enemies tell anyone and everyone just stay safe and fight the good fight